Now, Trade Union Kasatu urges the government to fix the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, or NASFAS. The Federation says it is deeply concerned about not just the recent headlines surrounding NASFAS, but also the continuous delays that thousands of working class students experience in applying for and receiving their funds. The NGO Accountability Now head advocate Paul Hoffman has also expressed concern over how NASFAS is being run, stating that the largest or latest allegations rather against board chairperson Ernest Koza, who is on voluntary leave of absence, also believes that, uh, uh, you know, that the, that the, uh, those who are enabling this should be axed. Scheme employees take over direct distribution of funds to students. And this morning we are joined by uh, Kasatu's Matthew Parks to discuss this a little further. Matthews, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How concerned are you about the allegations of irregularities that continue to surface around the running of NASVAS? NASVAS has been deeply concerning for, for quite some time. It is a very good mandate into the giving assistance to students who can't afford university. But students struggle to access the so submit the application. They struggle to receive the funding. Um, universities have real problems too. And on top of all of those issues, we now kind of see these continuous corruption allegations, not just recently, but even before then. Mm. So I think for us it's quite concerning um, that a good institution just seemingly is constantly stuck in the mud with all sorts of drama, uh, which, which has a real impact upon the students who are meant to receive the support. Now, they have, you know, there have been uh, many excuses when poor students are suffering, not only when they struggle to submit their applications, but they have to wait many months just to receive their fees and allowances. Um, you know, you'd think that an organization that is has been set up to fix this sort of thing would have looked at this from a point of view where there would be work processes in play, people who were, um, you know, um, professional at doing this or had the ability to actually put work processes in play would have done this. And yet we've seen this over and over again where this isn't working. No, exactly. Um, and this is not just going on for a few months. It's been going for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, students struggle to submit to their appeals as well when they're discontinued for often for incorrect reasons. Um, we've tried interview many times and it just seemingly is constantly running nightmare. But at the same time, it's not a complicated thing. There are many institutions in the state and in the private sector which run payment systems, whether it's SARS, whether it's other government funding agencies, whether it's the banks or insurance companies, etc. They all provide this kind of service to the public, to the membership. So it shouldn't be that complicated. That if the NASFAS is struggling to set up these kind of systems, they should just simply ask for help, be it from government, from Treasury, from SARS, from GTAC, or be it from the private sector to put the systems. But it can't be right that for years and years we're having the same story and students suffer. It puts a threat to the university's ability to, to continue to run operations, to pay the staff to exist. Because you find some historically disadvantaged universities like UWC, over 90% of their students are NASFAS. So if they're going to wait six months, nine months, 10 months for the funding, that puts them in a huge, huge, huge crisis. Um, you can't run a company and you're waiting six months, nine months, et cetera, to get paid for, for, for your service. And then you have to continue paying for electricity, salaries, et cetera. It's, it's, it's just simply unacceptable and it's unsustainable. 
Absolutely. Now, this is also a twofold problem. Not only are the delays in the paying of NASFAS funds threatening student studies, but as you mentioned, there's also the you know universities facing the problem of m- monies not being paid. And so they are going to struggle. But having spoken to some of the students and student representative uh, council members and leaders, they have given stories that really make you wonder, what is South Africa Look, you know, looking at as these students are struggling, many of them sleeping outside, looking for shelter, not being able to have a proper meal, and then still being told, you have to give us the best results possible. Um, anybody knows that you can't expect that from, uh, you know, students, especially students at tertiary level. Um, they have so much to contend with, not being, not some of them not even living at home, um, having to live outside of home. They don't have that kind of support that those students may have at home. Um, and then they, they're writing exams, not having eaten, not having had a good place to, to live. Um, it just, you know, starts making one feel that, that, NASFAS isn't really worth the effort that people are putting into it. No, look, it's worth the effort because in the majority of cases, people receive the money. And in the majority of instances, it means those students can access university, can pass, etc., get a good job. But it shouldn't be this complicated. It shouldn't be this difficult. And people shouldn't be having to fight time and again. I mean, I've personally interviewed on issues of students, and I've had to maybe send two dozen emails and I've been fortunate because you know what one has contacts at the senior level of NASFAS one can write to a CEO the average student doesn't have that privilege to be able to contact a CEO and the cot. somebody told here's a generic hotline number or email address and good luck in getting a response there and even I've struggled with those contacts so it really is not acceptable and you know I think part of the reason why we have this chaos is that chaos exist to allow corruption to take place. And I think, sadly, that's partly why this case has been allowed to exist, because it enables people to outsource payments to the private sector, who then profit out of it. It also enables some officials, maybe in the inside, perhaps, of the state, to to get kickbacks, like we've seen other government institutions, too, like the Unemployment yes. Fund. I think that's sadly what we're seeing here. And again, it's really shocking that, you know, Public taxes are being used for some individuals in the private sector and even in the state to profit out of, even more worse at the expense of people who are really struggling. Mm. So what we're saying is at the heart of the problem is uh, that's continuing is the outsourcing of NASFAS payments, which then is enabling um, tenderpreneurs and even people within the state to actually exploit and basically pickpocket state resources at the expense of the poor and working class students. No, exactly. That's exactly why it's here. And it makes no sense why we're not talking about a thing for, it's been like this for six months. It's been like this for some years. For a few months, you could understand maybe, but not for a few years. NASFAS has been around for about three decades. The mandate increased substantially um, in the funding, you know, about, what is it, five or so years ago. But again, these kind of systems exist in the private sector. It's not difficult to build them. I mean, you and I will struggle, but it would not be difficult to ask the Government Technical Advisory Centre or SARS in the state to say, can you assist us? And they could do it easily, very, very quickly. Um, even if NESFAS doesn't have the capacity, you could simply ask SARS, can you not yes. assist with the payment of these finances? Because SARS handles far more complicated payments 
very quickly without real questions in most instances. You know, they will do 90% of taxpayers' refunds, for example, within 24 hours, you know. Um, yes. So they can do it. Why are these guys struggling? And the, and the system is three. When that's why I simply said, do you meet the criteria? If yes, we cover, you know, tuition, room and board. Um, these are the rates. It's 26 universities yeah. you're talking about in the country, some TV colleges. Um, what's the problem? Mm. Well, what is the solution? What action should government take to address this issue? Especially, um, like you said, it's been going on for years. You know, if it was just a glitch in computer systems, if it was a workflow process, it should have been fixed years ago. But where do we go? What is the solution? They need to stop outsourcing this immediately. That one can't be allowed to continue because that's the heart of the issue of the inefficiencies and the chaos and, of course, of the corruption and the profiteering. Ask GTAC and SARS to immediately intervene, if necessary, to for interim period to take over payments. And, of course, to say, can you establish within six months a proper system, put in place what needs to be done, train the staff, etc., that has to be done. They can easily do it. If you didn't have GTAC or SARS, you could say, okay, fine, can you ask one of the banks to assist in the meantime? But you do have GTAC and SARS. They can do it. And they should manage to say, by June, this problem should no longer exist. Absolutely. I've worked in, you know, in uh, situations where you have banking processes that get done, credit card facilities that are being used. And I have to say there are many workflow processes. There are many computer applications that can be put in place in order for this to work smoothly. And it just doesn't seem as if they have the capacity or the people to actually put that in. And I think that's where they should be looking. But that aside, you also believe that the special investigative unit must be given full authority to investigate any instances of corruption at NASFAS. Um, They've so far done a very good job, but I think there's more to it and they need to dig deeper. No, exactly. Um, They need to be given a blank check to investigate any allegation of corruption, to attach the assets of any person implicated and to make sure the NPA prosecutes them. Um, It shouldn't be that difficult. We know where the money is and they should trace it quite quickly. you know, the two problems go together, the, the chaos and the corruption, and they really need to be to deal with both of them. It can't be acceptable that you know, time and again we, we'll meet, we're normalizing corruption across the state. We're making it part of the daily experience, and that shouldn't be acceptable any, any longer. Mm-hmm. Matthew, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you on a Sunday morning making time to talk to us, and we wish you all the best for the year ahead. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was Matthews Parks from Kasatu talking to us about the NASFAS situation that South Africa is facing at the moment. And Kasatu is urging government to fix the crisis. And it's really, really worrisome to know that many students are spending, uh, you know, not receiving their monies on time, spending um, their time out of living quarters. They don't have a place to stay, sometimes no food to eat. And they've been saying this for some time now and the investigation that was done by Alta has brought forth quite a number of things that um, NASFAS needs to look at 